This is the Social Mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM, where we examine the truth disparity between what's on social media and what's actually true. I'm Jillian Parks. And I'm Garrett Goolsby. And welcome back. Yeah, I miss doing this. I know. It's been a little over a month since we've had an episode. Um, we all, we actually, we both went home to Texas. Yeah. Um, and now we're here in Michigan where it is colder, but at least we have a radio show to keep us right? warm. Right. Uh, no. Anyway, um... For those of you who are new um, to the show in this new year, um, I explained the premise a little bit in that intro, but in general, we take topics, they can be pop culture topics, they can be um, news, politics, really whatever, um, and I learn about it through social media. It's not like a deep dive social media, it's more of like a general scroll, like what is the general consensus of social media via either Twitter, Instagram, sometimes TikTok, it just depends on how I'm feeling. Usually TikTok, um, I mean, TikTok honest. is mostly chronically online stuff, though. Fair enough. And then Twitter is usually where I get my news news. Uh, not in real life. Um, just <laughs> for the show, for the sake of um, for the sake of learning. And then Garrett looks at, you know, primary sources, articles. Yeah, like the actual news. Cold, you know? hard facts, baby. As and much as I can get them. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes it's hard to get super close to whatever's going on, but anyways. Yeah, but I mean, best that's, we, can. we do our very best. And then at the end, we give social media a grade to see how, how is it, how's it doing? How's social media doing in terms of truth? Yeah. Sometimes it gets an A+. Plus. Sometimes it gets a D sometimes or worse. Sometimes it fails. Yes. Because sometimes miserably. it misses big... Everything. Big, yeah, big And sometimes details. it thinks Andrew Cuomo is a good guy. Is a, is a king and a, and a, and a heartthrob. That's where we have concerns. That's where I have concerns. A lot of concerns. I have so many. I could list them now, but I won't. Anyways. Anyway, today we're not talking about Cuomo. Unfortunately. And we're not talking about Britney Spears, although that was our first episode. Um, we've grown so much since then. It's true. Oh my gosh. Um, today we're talking about the, do you say O-S-H-A or OSHA? OSHA, because it sounds OSHA? more, it's way more fun to say. Are we the only ones who say that though? It's like, no. Okay. It's like you're about to say ocean, but then oh, you just sort of okay. forget about what you're talking about. We're going to talk about the, the vaccine mandate being being struck down, struck yeah. to the ground. Um, so I will start, as I usually do, um, with the information that I acquired or amassed from Twitter. Um, amassed? Whoa. Not amassed. I didn't no? get a lot. Okay. Like, okay, so I will say, first of all, this might be shocking to you, maybe not. Um, people that are talking about this, mostly conservatives. Shocker. Yeah. Big shocker. Most people, it's not like... From what I can see, people on the left aren't like, at least on social media, aren't like up in arms. It's more just like conservatives That's being like, what surprising. a win. I mean, a little bit. You would think there would at least be a couple people that were really upset that. I think people know, just knew it wasn't going to happen, struck, right? Yeah, I guess. I mean, because this is still America, you know? Amen. Um, good observation, Garrett. Mm -hmm. um, so I know, first of all, A, the Supreme Court blocked it. It was a vaccine mandate through um, the organization... What is it? Occupation is it occupational or did I mm -hmm. make that up? Yeah. Occupational Safety and Health Administration. Yeah, spot on. Um, there we go. OSHA. And they proposed a vaccine mandate that would be pretty pretty far reaching. And I think from what I can tell, it would give well, yeah, no, not from what I can tell. It would. It would have given employers the right to fire anybody who didn't get vaccinated. Um I don't know if it applies to certain areas or if it is just in general all employers. I don't really I couldn't figure that out i'm assuming it's it's pretty far-reaching because it was a pretty big deal sure um and then the supreme Co court shut it down six to three mm -hmm. which means uh, pretty much all the conservatives were on the same side here um yep. right were there any that jumped over no okay. it was pretty much how people expected okay. it to go yeah that's what i thought um let me see there's 
it's mostly conservatives, though, that are like, this is a win. This is like, yay for us, except there are a handful of people on the left that are saying, like, this isn't a big deal. This just means that Biden is going to start pushing for vaccine mandates that apply in more narrow circumstances. Sure. Um, so people aren't super upset from what I could tell. Um, and the reason, because they actually posted a screenshot, there's a there's a tweet of a screenshot of the, um, I think it's the decision, it could be um, just a document that one of the judges put out, saying that OSHA can't implement COVID regulations because COVID isn't a hazard specific to the workplace. Um, Interesting, okay. And so the, the mandate isn't, is unconstitutional or whatever because COVID affects people in all aspects yeah. rather than just like when you walk into the workplace. So they can't do that. Um, do you have any questions for what I figured out? Let's see. I guess my main question is, did they say anything about like how many people would be affected or kind of reasons why people weren't super psyched about this being a thing? The number that people that I saw repeatedly was 80 million. Okay. It's, yeah, it's pretty close. Is that close? Pretty close, yeah. What is the real number? About 84 million. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Yeah, so real close. Good Good on Twitter. I mean, off by only 4 million people. Yeah, <laughs> fair Twice enough. Twice the population of Houston, our hometown. But if you look at this mandate, it's mostly just conservative people that are um, pretty well known, like Ted Cruz and Candace Owens and whatnot, just saying, like, this is a win for us. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think there's anything else that I know of. Is, are, are there any other questions that you have? Uh, did they talk anything about like what kind of punishment uh, you would be on the hook for if you didn't comply with this mandate? Like let's say it went into effect. They did just it? said it was being fired. Sure, okay. Um, so I guess we'll, I'll kind of give my two cents now, kind of what I, what I learned from the primary sources, right? So mm -hmm. some of the facts, right? You, for the most part, it sounds like you got it, got it right. So about 84 million people would be affected by this mandate. That's almost all private sector workers. Mm -hmm. um, and the Supreme Court shot it down six to three, pretty much how people expected it to go. Um, but they actually allowed a different mandate that people are not talking about as much to go through. That's a healthcare workers vaccination mandate. Oh. So healthcare workers all still have to get vaccinated. Is that through OSHA as well? Or? Uh, that's for the, through the AHA, which is kind of oversees the occupational safety of healthcare workers. Okay. This is exclusively for the healthcare sector, right? So gotcha. um, kind of the worry now that people are looking at is what about, you know, doctors and nurses that don't want to get the vaccine? Are we going to have yeah. people that are just get tossed out and, mm -hmm. um, so let's get a little bit to kind of the consequences. Let's say you don't. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're an employer and this vaccine mandate goes into effect and you don't comply, uh, there's some crazy, crazy fines. Yeah, for, before, for written, before written I just want to uh, check in. Sure. Uh, let y'all know this is Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. Uh, this is the social mediators where we examine the truth disparity between what's on social media and what's actually true. We're talking about um, the OSHA vaccine mandate being shut down by the Supreme Court. Um, yeah. So yeah. anyways, punishments that you could uh, you could incur if you don't comply. Uh, the employer is fined up to fourteen thousand dollars <laughs> for just a regular violation. Like somebody happens to not get vaxxed in their company. Right. OK. Fourteen thousand bucks. If they do so knowingly, like they knowingly prevent somebody or you know tell them it's OK to not get the vaccine. I'm talking about one hundred and thirty six thousand dollars per for person. the person in charge of the company. Yes. Per person that they. Uh, allowed keep to from not. complying 
Isn't that crazy? That's a lot of it's money. It's a lot of money. That's more than most of those people are going to be making in a year, right? Um, of course, maybe not so much on the employer side, but you're talking about like getting fined over an employee's salary just because they don't uh, they don't comply. So big, big punishments uh, to be handed out. Now, just to kind of give you an idea of how kind of wide-reaching and unpopular this vaccine mandate is and how much it sucks, take a listen to this little news clip I've got for you. The U.S. Postal Service is warning of a major mail delay if the agency has to comply with President Biden's vaccine mandate. In a letter, the deputy postmaster general asked the Labor Department to temporarily waive vaccine requirements for its 650,000 workers, writing, requiring the Postal Service to absorb what could inevitably be a dramatic loss of employees at a time when the labor market is extremely tight would have a potentially catastrophic impact on our ability to provide service to the American public, end quote. Well, joining us right now, Niall Standage from The Hill. Good morning to you and happy Friday. Aren't you thankful? Happy Friday to you. Happy Friday to you too, Adrian. Ooh, okay, so we're going to talk about mail and, and really the stress of being a mail carrier today uh, with this particular situation that we are in, as with all large businesses, um, the, the Postal Service wants to get an exemption. They want a 120-day extension to comply with the president's vaccine mandate uh, to have their employees vaccinated or submit to weekly testing. It sounds like they're buying time. Yeah, I think they are to a certain extent. I mean, we can talk about the fact that this whole issue of the mandate is coming before the Supreme Court shortly. But if the Postal Service was successful in the uh, desire or the request to extend this delay for 120 days, then I think the point might in any event become moot. We all hope that the pandemic will have eased by that point and that we'll be in a different situation if that request were granted. Yeah, and that's what it really does sound like. They're trying to kick the can a little down the road. Okay, so I hope that gives you a general idea of just how much no one really wants this vaccine mandate into effect. (laughs) I mean, the Postal Service, which is, you know, owned by the government, Mm -hmm. is like, hey, can we get a pass on this one? Because, you know, nobody's going to be able to come to work and everything's going to fall down. So just kind of gives you a little idea of how kind of ridiculous this is. Um, A few more facts about the case. Um, So basically what happened for this Supreme Court case is there were a bunch of businesses, like coalitions of businesses that came together and filed a bunch of different separate lawsuits. Um, Okay. And then... Against OSHA? Against OSHA, right. So they're suing OSHA because they're saying this is not constitutional. OSHA's never done anything like this before. Yeah, Uh, I saw that on Twitter. I mean, it was made in 1970. And up to this point, it's pretty much just set like training standards for different industries and you know regulations to keep people from dying at work basically what is their Um, authority in vaccines like why do they get to make this call they don't okay um they shouldn't okay so did they just step up for them like why wasn't it the cdc so the cdc basically only has recommendation power they can't really put into effect any sort of regulations osha can do that but they've never done anything related to this like public reaching? safety, yeah. like this, like something that reaches beyond workplace okay. to so many people before. Um, so that's kind of why this is like, whoa, what's this all about? Mm-hmm. So, anyways, I think my your your question will be further answered by something cool. uh, I'll say about the case in a minute. Um, so, a bunch of companies take the case to court, and they're all saying like, you know, this is not constitutional. You can't do this. This is ridiculous. You know, OSHA's never done anything like this before. Um, 
So the Fifth Circuit Court, which is kind of when where some of the original cases were filed, mm. that's Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, right? Heck so, yeah. yeah, love it, right? Texas um, moment. They granted a stay, basically meaning they wanted to postpone the litigation. Say like, all right, we're gonna wait and think on it, right? Basically, mm-hmm. um, and then the Sixth Circuit Court, which is Michigan, Ohio, Kentucky, Tennessee, kind of Michigan you know, mid- moment. Look Midwest, at us, West, right? Involved we're either in way. Both. <laughs> um, how fun! So they that Circuit Court took up. A bunch of the cases and basically consolidated them basically saying like okay all these cases are about one issue so mm-hmm. we're gonna smack it all together in one case okay. and that court actually granted emergency permission for the mandate they said like y'all are good to do this mandate for now um, and so obviously the groups of businesses were like we don't want this so they mm-hmm. kick it up to the Supreme Court right they make another appeal and they say like it's wild know, that it got that far I feel right like. it is you know it's kind of wild that they made it that far anyway so the Supreme Court gets it and, um, you know, they, they basically take a look at it and say, like, no, there's no way. We can't, you know, this, isn't, this is way beyond OSHA's power. Mm-hmm. And something really important in the, in the legal briefs and in the opinion that they talk about is the only way that this is something that OSHA could do is if it was accompanied by an act of Congress, right? So okay. OSHA could do this if Congress also came alongside and passed a law saying you know, mandating vaccines basically so what would the point of osha even be at that point <laughs> they're basically just cheerleaders right okay you know tooting the horn of congress right saying like okay this is a law congress passed and now we're going to enforce it over all the people that are under our umbrella if you will okay so um, is osha i guess i don't really know anything about osha is, sure. are they in charge of just the entire private sector pretty much i mean there's a few exemptions but like you know, do nonprofits fall under osha i is think so you know it's um It'd be difficult to, I think, break it down really precisely because mm-hmm. it is huge. Um, but then, yeah, almost the entire private sector. In terms of like the public sector with government jobs and stuff, are yeah. they still under this mandate? Or Yeah, I mean, they have to do whatever the government says, basically. Okay, so if the government were to say like, yes, this is an okay mandate, then that would just be by default public sector has to follow suit? Yep. Oh my gosh. Which is wild, you know, because lots of people work in the public sector. Um now, there's some gray area there where yeah. you're kind of public, kind of private, mm-hmm. like uh, like it's airlines, right? We talked about airlines right, before. Right, right. They're private companies that do a lot of contracting for these public companies. Yeah. So for, for the government, right? So it's kind of like, Trickles oh, well, are they private? Are they public? Kind of hard to tell. So that's kind of why that was such a tricky, you know, yeah. tricky thing, hard for people to figure out. Also on the social media side, just to, because I'm allowed to talk about conspiracy theories because <laughs> social media, like that's not cold hard facts or whatever. Um, one thing that a lot of people are saying is that like, this was not something that Biden ever thought was going to be passed or approved. He literally just put it out there to put more pressure on people to get vaccinated. Um, I don't know if that's true, but that tends to be a general consensus when you scroll through Twitter. <laughs> sure, sure. That's definitely possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I didn't encounter anything like that, Yeah. you know, but. That's. I wouldn't put it past a president to do something yeah. like that, right? I mean, we've seen them put pressure on people to get vaccines pretty of much course. constantly now, for the, the past two years. The question is, like, is it going to work? You know, I I don't know. Who's to say? I don't know. I think fear is a powerful thing. And I think if you scare people enough into thinking, like, you're going to lose your job if you don't get this vaccine, there's going to be people that do it. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a good point, you know, thinking about, like, okay, if you know, just in the average person's mind, kind of going through the thought process was like, whoa, this is something serious enough that the government feels like they need to tell us this is something mm-hmm. we have to do. Yeah. Didn't wind up working, but you know, at that least you that's... would usually make me run the other way. Yeah. That'd be, um, okay. We're, you know, uh, we're anything but that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also side little detail that I forgot to mention, the mandate only applies to companies that have a hundred employees or more. Oh, I did so see that. So there are small companies that are exempt from this. Also a weird little wrinkle is that if you work outside or from home, the mandate doesn't apply, but here's the weird thing about that. If you work that. outside? Outside. 
or like construction from working. Yes, but okay. So you'd think like, oh, well, there's lots of people that work outside, so yeah. that's a lot of people that would be exempt from that. It turns out that because of the way that the the you know the mandate is worded, I don't, I haven't read it myself, right? Mm-hmm. The way the mandate is worded, only like less than ten percent of like landscapers and gardeners and people that actually work outside would actually be exempt under the real rule. Is it because Which of length of wild. time? Or? I, I don't, you know, whatever it might be, length of time or just some weird gray area that they've colored in to say like, okay, this doesn't technically count as working <laughs> exclusively outside. What's well, a weird you know, exemption to make in the first place? Super weird. Um, like as if office air holds more COVID than exactly, outside air. Like that doesn't... You know, kind of wild i think you can be just as close to somebody passing disease outside as inside i saw this i saw a headline um on instagram while i was doing some searching um of a company i I say this and then it might be satire but i didn't look like satire to me (laughs) um because it just felt so bizarre was it said that like cdc put out a thing that said that like you're 50 percent less likely to get covid outside versus in office air or something like that that's probably true i mean i would kind of believe that just because um, you know, the thing you work with with office is, is that the, the ductwork is shared throughout mm-hmm. a building. So it's circulating kind of the same air. I mean, maybe. You know, with people. And nowadays, though, you have offices that have like air purifiers and things like that. Yeah. So, you know, that might not even be that big a deal. That's kind of why, you know, lots of conservatives are up in arms about the whole airplanes thing. Because airplanes have um, these really, really high tech filters to filter the air because it's just using it over and over. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of why people are looking at, you know, the whole deal with airplane you know vaccine mandates mm-hmm. and saying like this is ridiculous no one's getting sick from being on an airplane yeah so question for you go for it um what about kind of the omicron panic as a whole is that something on, people are talking about on social media or not really uh yeah it just actually social media looks like it did back when um in march of what was it 2020 that's crazy it feels like it's still 2020 now um it just kind of looks like all that like the wear your mask stuff the yeah. get get vaccinated stuff the stay inside the um the shaming and that actually gives us a really nice segue into our chronically online segment <laughs> this is the social mediators on 101.7 fm radio free hillsdale I'm Jillian Parks. And I'm Garrett Goolsby. I did receive a kazoo um, over the Christmas holiday, and so that will be something you experience Had to make from it in the now show. on. I, I think, you know what, I'm actually going to say you're welcome. I really am. I'm just going to come out and yeah. say it. Be proud. Um, yeah, but I have a chronically online thing that I got to enjoy. Um, I was watching, I was just scrolling through TikTok, right? Just taking, taking a little brain break from reading the Iliad if you will. Um, And I saw this TikTok of a girl and she was, it was like sketch comedy, which I think is kind of cringe on TikTok. But um, when I see a video, I usually just go to the comments right away and I could tell something was off. And it was this girl being like the worst, she was portraying the worst type of person on vacation. And it was the person who like wakes up early and like um, runs a mile and and, um, makes dinner reservations without telling anybody. Like, Like just stuff like that. It was a, a stereotype that she was playing off of. And one of the um, stereotypes of the worst type of person going on vacation with was her like holding masks in her hand and saying, can everybody please just wear a mask while we're on the beach? It'll make me feel a lot more comfortable. And all of the comments, I mean all of the comments were um, some variation of, yeah, this is crazy, except the mask one makes sense. What? Except the mask one, like we can't make fun of people for that because like that's accurate. Back up real quick. So, okay, I just want you to picture this with me. Like go (laughs) go there in your mind. You're at the beach. You have a mask on your face and you get sand between the mask and your face. Yep. It's bad wearing a swimsuit. Also, just like stand six Imagine, feet apart. Yeah, on your face. I sand chafing on your face. I feel like there's so much log- logic that negates 
wearing a mask on the beach. Yeah. But all of the comments were like, let's not, because I guess the internet culture is very much like, let's make fun of everything until it's one of these eight taboo subjects that we have decided we don't talk about. Um, And that's one of the things is just like, if somebody mentions masks, if somebody mentions a vaccine and you make a joke that's negative about it, it's over. No, you're done because you're being insensitive. insensitive. You're not thinking about the bigger picture here. Um, but yeah, how do we how do we feel about that, Garrett? Wearing masks on the beach. Yeah. But we're on vacation, Jillian. It's all very cancel culture. Are you? Do you do? I bet you don't. But do you do any of those things? Any of those on vacation? Oh my gosh, at all? No, no, no chance. Okay. Do you? Well, you probably do. You probably wake up and the run in the first morning. Two. It depends oh on the vacation. Oh my gosh! But Boo. I have been known to get up early on vacation, especially if it's at the beach, though, because the sunrise at the beach I don't hear is it. different. You can sleep. It's and so good. You can roll over in your bed and look at the sunrise, but not on the beach. Oh, you can't you stand can on the, the beach, beach and watch the sun. But you can't watch the sunrise later. We're never going That's to not agree how this on works. this, Garrett. No, probably We're not. We're never going to agree on this. Thank you for listening to the Social Mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale, one hundred one point seven FM. Um, I'm Julian Parks and I'm Garrett Goolsby and we will see you next week